0: I'm Amarachi Crystal, and you're listening to Live by Amarachi podcast, where I and my guests share our life experiences and inform you from an analytical and mental health perspective. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes I upload. Subscriptions are now on a monthly basis for as low as $0.99 per month to as high as $9.99 per month. Donations are also welcome through the support link on Linktree and Cash App. If you cannot financially support, share the podcast with your community to grow the podcast listenership. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and a voice message that can be highlighted on an episode. All subscriptions, donations, voice messages, and episode links will be in the show notes. Hello, how are you feeling today? I hope you're also feeling a little better than before I'm feeling a bit better than I was last episode. I'm not 100% better, but I am celebrating feeling a lot differently than I did. I was super low last episode and it's only been about two days before um, recording this one because I figured why not just record early. I have the energy. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes, I am recording early and it's for a purpose. but what changed in my mood from one day to the next um for one each day is different and we have to honor how we feel each day or rather each moment even i was able to allow myself to feel low not force myself out of it I watched shows that brought me joy or made me feel deeper or made me think a lot better. Um, I spoke to friends um, and I collected some information on places I'm looking to re- relocate to. And uh, the main thing that helped me feel a lot better was that I napped. <laughs> I took a nap. Well, actually, My body was forcing me to take a nap my mind was forcing me to take a nap and i just couldn't help it so i was like fine you want me to sleep my eyes were heavy throughout the entire day so i just slept i slept and i felt really good every time i woke up i probably napped like twice yesterday i woke up really early not not yesterday (laughs) the day before yesterday i woke up really early um, just feeling like lethargic, no energy. Um, then I slept, uh, maybe two, three hours after I woke up. Then I slept again, maybe in the afternoon at some point. I don't really know what time that was, but uh, mid, at midday, you know, I slept again. And then I slept again at nighttime, which made me sort of wake up feeling just a tad bit better. My mind's a little bit more clear. Um, I got to doing what I do best that helps me kind of de-stress. When I'm worried about something, I try to do research on it just to kind of collect my information and make myself feel a little bit more clear on, you know, clear on my confusion and what's bringing me stress so like i said earlier that i collected some information about places that i could possibly relocate to and yeah so i did that and that made me feel better (laughs) and i'm going to continue to do that today because i want to be able to um collect this much information and the best information for me is to hear other people's perspective on you know in relocating into these places that I want to move to I, I want to get the first-hand experiences not just read an article about it um, and also I'm a very auditory visual person anyway I like to hear and see things um, reading things is a little bit you know dif- difficult for me fully concentrate unless I'm reading and writing stuff down <laughs> whatever, whatever I'm going off topic but anyways let's get into today's episode <music> Today's episode is a special one. Uh, For one, um, I have to say before we get into anything that this is going to be the last episode of the year. I know. And the last episode of the season. I will be back. You know, I will be back. Um, but I want to sort of enjoy the ending of the year with a little bit of rest and vacation. I'm off on with one of my jobs. Again, I'm working less these past two weeks. And I just want to embrace the time that I have off from working and, uh, and not add more stuff to my schedule. I really want to exercise rest um, until the new year. So this is the 13th episode so far. And I feel like I should just pick back up on the 13th of January. I don't know why the number 13 seems so important to me. In, in numerology, I think my life path number is 13, but if you add it up, it equals four. Um, and in numerology, number 13 means sudden foundation. Um, having independence and being creative if a number keeps repeating itself to me I'm, I have to pay attention to what it symbolizes you know I feel like everything has a reason everything has a symbol everything has a meaning and number 13 has just been like really speaking to me and I do love the number 13 as well because because of like the quote-unquote negative connotation. Some see 13 as an unlucky number or evil number. And in tarot, um, the major major arcana card, the number 13 is um, the death or the reaper card, which actually translates to rebirth and the process of transformation. <laughs> so... To be honest, I am literally in a process of true real life transformation with wanting to relocate and and just making like a drastic change and pushing through fear that has that have been roadblocks for ages, you know. Um, I am in that space of just wanting true real life transformation obviously yes i'm not happy with where i am right now in life as far as where i live so i feel like the biggest transformation that i really need to do is more of a physical transformation internally i'm gonna continually grow anyway but I want to embrace the space that I am internally now, and I want that to be translated to my physical space as well. So that's also why number 13 is sort of symbolic for me. As I looked it up, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly how I feel transformation, newness, new year boldly creative because I've been in a very creative space, which is like my home space right now. Um, and just living life in the way that I feel like I deserve to live my life and on my own terms, you know, not based on how society might see me live in my life or how my family might want me to live my life. My mother, my blah, blah, blah. Like I want to take advantage of living the life that I truly want to live authentically and, And more. Why not? You know, and speaking about how we are living our life and what we feel we deserve in life, this last episode of the year, episode 13, is a special one. I have two wonderful guests that I want to introduce to you. They are a part of my network, they are part of my art and wellness community, and I want you all to know them and enjoy their contribution to our earth community. I sit in conversation with these two beautiful souls to speak about soul care, and not just any old soul care, but to speak about radical soul care. I can go on introducing them, but uh, it's better to hear it from their mouths. Let's go on ahead and listen in on our conversation. firstly introduce yourselves and tell us how are you both feeling today?
1: Yeah I can go first. Uh, I'm Tony Junius so one of the co-founders of Soul Tree Sisters um, and how am I doing? It's been a long couple of weeks so just finding time to rest in between but still like having to finish some stuff before the end of the year so feeling that Energy of like getting things done, but also trying to, you know, take care of myself.
2: Hi, I'm Alyssa. I'm the other half of Sultry Sisters. And how am I feeling today? Today I'm feeling um, pretty good. I've been sleeping in for the entire week and allowing myself to rest, um, just like Tony, finishing up a lot of projects and coming to the end of a lot of cycles. So I've been really trying to lean into like, allowing that space of, like, finish with something and then giving myself space before I start something else.
0: I'm, I'm there with you guys. Like, I'm, I'm trying to rest as well. Um, I'm sort of off with one job, so I'm, like, looking forward to soak in waking up really late <laughs> and not moving until, like, noon on Monday. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, like, anticipating for just that, knowing that I don't have to wake up Um, well I don't have to I I wake up early anyway but I don't have to do anything unless I want to on a Monday I know how I met you guys but I wanted to sort of get your perspective on or like your version of like how you guys met me and how I met you guys
1: yes I remember meeting you Amarachi at a creative woman builds create your own roadmap event in January of this year, which is so crazy, it seems so long ago. <laughs> so I remember meeting you and it was like a business, like a, what do you call it? Like a creative entrepreneur workshop. So we we're mm-hmm. talking about our businesses. And I remember it might've been Jasmine or someone else was like, oh, Sultry Sisters, like you do arts and wellness. And then Amarachi is doing art and wellness too. And so I remember mm-hmm. we started talking more And then we just stayed connected ever since.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so we met, like, on part two of the Creative Women Build journey um, when Jasmine started her um, online membership. And so I remember we we had to, on, like, the Mighty Network, like, submit our uh, descriptions of, like, who we are and what we do. And I took note of all the artists um, who are part of the community. And I remember telling Tony, like, oh, yeah, like, I saw like, these are the list of artists that are a part of Creative Woman Build. And Tony was like, I met her in January. And so <laughs> it was nice to like, have that um, personal connection with you by just knowing that you're a fellow artist that's also into wellness as well.
0: I was excited too, because one, I think when I was like, oh my God, Tony is so cool. Because we, I think we were sat next to each other at the Roadmap Workshop. And we were just talking and vibing over like, how each of our businesses kind of are in sync and how we kind of help each other out or something like that. Because I'm like, you guys do like an art and wellness sort of space for women. And I was like, well, I could take care of the babies <laughs> of, <Yes. like> moms. <laughs> of moms you guys have there. like It would be such a cool idea to collaborate in that way too. And with um, Alyssa, I remember, uh, we, I think we were teamed up to be each other's accountability partner hmm yeah and then we um I think the one phone call that we had like a FaceTime kind of phone call I was like this girl is dope <laughs> like like we kind of just like we were in sync especially like going through the like artist journeys as well and creative journeys that was really cool to kind of
2: connect on that level oh yeah I wanted to add like uh rem- remembering back to that uh talk and how like we were talking about how we wanted to um, expand into um, expand our creativity into wellness. I remember we both talked about um, our like, new project. So it was nice to have that accountability partner who also looks at the world in the same lens as me. So I remember that was very refreshing to be working yeah. with a fellow artist who is trying to create a way to sustain ourselves through Mm -hmm. supporting others in the experience of art.
1: I just wanted to add, (laughs) Amarachi, that like when we met,
2: your business was just an idea because
1: you were sharing with the group that went to the workshop, like, oh, I just have this idea, but we all were like, this is a great idea, like child care services that also have arts and wellness ingrained in it, not only for the kids, but also have different things for the parents. And we're like, that's awesome. Like, I haven't heard anyone doing that. And so to now see you, you know, actually in your business and expanding to other realms too is really awesome to see.
0: Thank you. I mean, this is it's a task. I'm still growing in it. And um, because I do want to eventually turn it into like a center, like a daycare center kind of thing. So I'm still growing in it. But I I feel like I'm finally like developed it into exactly what I wanted to look like the wellness part will absolutely be more of like a mental health kind of thing Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. instead of just I mean, of course, incorporating other things, but I'm like, I have a passion for psychology and I went to school for that. So I'm like. I finally found, like, the balance to mix both of my loves in one. But um, to move on a little bit, I wanted to ask you guys, like, how did Soul Tree Sister
1: come about? Yeah, so um, we started, like, officially, like, had our first event in January 2019, and we... Uh, Believe that 2019 was our sister year because Alyssa's birthday is March 20th, and then my birthday is February 19th. So 2019, mm-hmm. um, nice. and so it was a special year for us. Um, but prior to that, like a few months before that, I finally had moved back to San Diego from Guam because I was living there for a few years and. While I was living away, Alyssa and I wanted to collaborate, but I was so far. So we were like, okay, we'll wait till I come back in California. And so then once I came back, we were just going to different um, like wellness events in in California and like something that kept coming up was that like they were expensive or we would go there and we didn't see anyone that looked like us, like no people of color really or we'd go there and there wasn't like people from our area of San Diego. So different things that we just felt like we didn't see people that like resonated with us. Um, And we would go and it'd be so expensive. So sometimes we could only go to like one event or a few, and then we'd want to like share what we learned with our friends. Um, So sometimes we would just like chat with people, but we were like, oh, we wanna have something where everyone can come. And it's affordable, and we can talk about these different wellness and creative things that we're learning. And so eventually, um, so the idea was like, it was planted, like probably 2017, actually. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't Mm -hmm. until January 2019 that like with the new year, Alyssa was like, we should have something to start off the the year because we want to do something together. And so we're like, okay, sure. And, um, we were able to get a space donated to us from a small business owner that we know and work with. And then we got together different women in our area that were doing different arts and wellness, um, projects or so they're entrepreneurs. Um, but it really just started off as, oh, we want to bring people together. We didn't even know it was going to continue to be what it is today. Uh, It really Mm -hmm. came from a place of just like, hey, we want to bring like-minded women together. We want a place for women to share what they know, share their knowledge. Um, And then now it has blossomed into this bigger community. um, And we do events very frequently now. But it really just started off as like, hey, we want to do something in our own community. Like sort of to have like a representation of you, of yourselves
0: in your community since it wasn't there pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I would like to add on to that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Sultry Sisters, like my sister and I, like she mentioned that she lived in Guam and then we started Tree Sisters when she moved back. But it was um, my trip to Guam and visiting my sister is when our sisterhood our our sister friendship really blossomed um, because mm-hmm. it was the first time we were able to like be sisters away from our family and we realized that we had so many things that we love like crystals we loved like following the moon cycle we loved to do outdoors of uh, activities and we enjoyed crafts and we just really like kind of revisited or not even revisited but it revealed to us like that we have a strong bond around like, like, like minded interests, and so uh-huh. really, Soul Tree Sisters is a reflection of our personal relationship with each other, and in and, and the whole sisterhood is an extension of sharing that. So, like, Soul Tree Sisters, like, when we when we we're thinking about, you know, what Sultry Sisters stands for outside of ourselves. It's the action of sisterhood. Um, it's, it, and so it's a place where people can um, practice, you know, being collectively together and supporting one another.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, we, oh. and we came up with the name Soul Tree Sisters
1: because we were like, oh, we knew we wanted it to be something with sisters or sisterhood in the name because we're biological sisters. But we're also like, oh like soul sisters, because we have our own friendships um, with other friends that we consider like soul sisters. But we're like, Oh, that's kind of like a word that's always used. And we're like, Oh, what's something that's, you know, more special to us. And then at the time, uh, when we were starting to think of collaborating as sisters, we did a workshop um, that was about soul tree. So S-U-L-T-R-Y, so like sen- sensuality, soul tree. It, it was more like mm-hmm. tapping into the senses. And we're like, oh, we do like that. And we're like, oh, so it's kind of a play on soul. So we created soul tree sisters. So just a way of connecting with other women in our community from like a soulful place and now soul that that word has evolved with us as we've grown um into many other aspects of what we do. I love the name
0: too like one I love the play on words and even when I first like saw the name I was the first thing I thought about was like flowetry (laughs) (laughs) like the group flowetry (laughs) yeah I was like oh cool that's so cute it's it's really nice I I love the like the story of you guys too. like evolving. And I know that you guys do, uh, like, lives on Sunday. Like, it was, it's called Soul Tree Hangouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and other events. And I think the one of your, not the last lives you guys did, but I think a couple of lives on, I think one live on Facebook that I was a part of, and you guys were speaking about radical soul care. And that, like, immediately drew, drew my attention. Because I'm like, well, anything radical, I love anyway. Um, and like with Radical so Care, I was reminded of, um, like radical honesty because it's something that I picked up maybe like in my twenties and I was like, you know what, this is who I want to be. I want to, i want to be radically honest and not really mince my words, so to speak, so that when I saw that you guys were speaking about radical soul care, I was like, oh my God, I need to know more about this than just what the live is giving me, which is the reason why I wanted to have this. I wanted to have you guys on my podcast is to kind of expand and explain much more on what radical soul care is and um, how it kind of influences um, the community that we all live in and also how it it is attached to your soul tree brand.
2: Yeah. So for us, like radical soul care, um, it, it that term that we, we have coined for soul tree has evolved with the growth um, of soul tree. So, you know, we, soul care is any activity that we do to connect with our mind, body and soul. And the, adding radical to it is like being true to what it is that we need right now. Um, We are inspired by Angela Davis's um, definition of radical, which is to grasp something at its root. And with like nowadays, like on Instagram, you can see a lot of people talking about self-care Sunday, self-care and how self-care has been um, co-opted for, you know, capitalism, buy this, you'll feel better. Um, go to this mm-hmm. and you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And as Soul Tree Sisters, we really wanted to uh, reclaim self-care as soul care. Like, what what are we taking care of? It's not just our outside looks. It's not just for for say I was a part of this scene. Um, radical mm-hmm. soul care is really tapping into um, what it is that we need and honoring that in our community. That we can all need different things, but all show up to a communal event and that's okay. We all get different Mm -hmm. things from it. And so like creating that Mm -hmm. term is helping to like, not only educate um, and give language to our audience, but also remind us why it is that we do what we do for Sultry.
1: And we're really inspired by like Angela Davis and she had coined the term radical self-care and like a quote that we, um, share a lot in our events from Angela Davis is anyone who wants to, um, create change in the world has to learn to take care of themselves. And so Mm -hmm. we really like that really resonates with us because with soul tree, our events, it's centered around soul care, like what Alyssa was just sharing. So soul care, that's like nourishing your mind, body, and soul. Um, but it's more than just ourselves, but like really nourishing our community nourishing our relationships with others, our relationship to the earth, the relationship to, you know, the world as a whole. And so we feel that like Angela Davis's quote and like also her sharing, like grasping things at the root really did resonate with like what our mission is as Soul Tree Sisters. So we do not only want to take care of ourselves, but take care of the world around us and create a change. And also that's why we had our series on radical soul care because it was also a way to dive deeper into how each of us um, can and do play a role in creating change in our community. Um, So it was kind of expanding um, what we kind of talk about throughout this year, but really closing off the year and that like, okay, we know that all these movements, social change movements are happening around us in all of our communities. Um, but we all have a role, like you don't have to be on the front lines if you don't want to, or you can be a caregiver, you can be, you know, um, an inventor. And so that was what we really wanted to share too with Radical Soul Care is that like by doing what you're strong in and using your strengths and talents, that's helping others and that's helping create a change. I definitely like resonate with that because even...
0: Even for me personally, like how I'm building this child care business, um, obviously it starts with the children, but more so I wanted to make it like a community-based things where the parents also feel like they have a part in it because because uh, I kind of live by that. It takes a village to like raise a child. totality. So I, I resonate with the radical self-care explanation. Um, so what... How does radical soul care and how is it
2: expressed in each of your lives? For me, radical soul care, um, it's, it's expressed in many ways. Um, radical soul care for me personally is me taking care of myself as being like a like a community leader and someone who is creating like space for others to connect and create. Um, part of radical soul care is honoring um Nourishing my body mind and spirit. So that's also like how I like to honor radical soul care and also for soul tree like part of radical soul care is like everything we do is nourishing ourselves as well as the community at the same time like they can happen at the same time. It doesn't have to be where you put pause on your own healing to heal others. Um, We really try to create an environment where we are healing at the same time so it is sustainable. So Radical Soul Care to me is creating systems and, and uh, an environment for us to thrive as well as support others in their own journeys to thrive.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
2: well, that's powerful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved everything Alyssa just shared and adding on to that um, for me individually, um, how I express Radical Soul Care is through using my voice um, whether that's through like my like vocal voice or like writing, um, but staying true to like my own truth, and especially this year twenty twenty, uh, with the different social justice movements happening more in mainstream media and social media, like really advocating for what I know is right and what is meaningful for me has been really important and very healing. Um, because like, once I say my truth, I know that I'm speaking from my heart and my spirit. Um, but it has been resonating with people. And also Tree Sisters this year has been more vocal about, okay, we're for women of color, we're for Black women, we're for helping our own community, you know, like by us, for us type of wording. And people have really resonated with that. So that has also not only helped heal me to know that I'm sharing this, but we have gotten feedback that people resonate with it as well in our community and have felt like, okay, this is a space I wanna be a part of. And so mm-hmm. Radical Soul Care too is that act of, um, being that authentic self and i feel like with soul tree sisters Mm -hmm. Alyssa and i just try to show up as our authentic self we never say that we know all the answers or this is the answer to do x thing it's just like hey this is what we're experiencing this is what we're learning this is what we're trying to do for our community um and we've just been able to be able to connect with great people from that authentic space definitely resonate with that how I compared it to
0: radical honesty. Well, radical honesty kind of came from um, a little detail about my life outside of what I do. When I was kind of exploring um, relationships and polyamory, I was reading this book called *Opening Up and it was, um, it mentioned that about being, well, it it says brutally honest, (laughs) to be brutally honest, But I just coined it as being radically honest, you know, because I didn't want to like, because the term brutal just seems like I'm hurting someone Mm -hmm. intentionally. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no, I want to be radically honest. I want to be, I want to say things that people might be thinking but are so afraid of saying. And with radical so care, sort of like, I want to live in the way people wish, (laughs) you know, they could live. But are so afraid to do it because of the society that we're all raised in. You know, to hide everything, to keep things a secret, to you not. Especially rest has been huge this year mm-hmm. for me too. So, owning that part of rest, like I, I think I forced my mom to rest. I'm like, you need to retire. You're, you're no, you're not taking care of anyone right now. Like you're seventy something. Who, who are you feeding? <laughs> like All your kids are, you know, old enough to kind of take care of themselves. And I'm the youngest, too. So I'm like, you're not taking mm-hmm. care of me. So <laughs> why are you working? So like rest for some reason, especially with COVID, has been like this radical act that a lot of people, like I was surprised that a lot of people just didn't, I, I wouldn't say do it, but how it became so controversial, how like... Taking a break and how what COVID ha- like pretty much made everyone really take a break, and how everyone was sort of struggling with that part of them, and like when I was in the live hearing you guys, and I'm like that that is a radical thing for a lot of a lot of people. A lot of them don't rest; they're not used to doing that, you know. And in the rest, for me at least. I see it as a huge part of soul care, a huge part, because you're able to mm-hmm. kind of sit with yourself and not really be distracted by all of like all of these things, responsibilities, as they call it, you know, as drawing us to do, you know, even responsibilities of even mm-hmm. friendships, you mm-hmm. know, those little things. You like you're able to just kind of just be by yourself. So that that for me, like for my version at least of radical soul care, I'm like resting is huge. Using my voice is huge, and I've always been very vocal and assertive growing up. But finding more sort of like productive ways instead of like ranting on Facebook, just <laughs> finding more productive ways to use my voice, which sort of is the reason why I started this mm-hmm. podcast. And I'm like, I have something to say. I know people that I know also have something to say. So why not just start a goddamn podcast and stop wasting your time, (laughs) you know, and be able to reach more people in that sense. So all of these little, like, all of these little things, especially this year, I feel kind of brings... The radical soul care like umbrella into play for mm-hmm. for me at least. That's kind of why I resonated with it a lot when I I heard um, you guys speaking about it on the live. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and I feel like it's, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Alyssa.
2: Yeah, I was gonna just uh, affirm like your your resonance with radical soul care being the umbrella, and it it really mm-hmm. is the umbrella to like how we individually sustain ourselves. And, like, with Tree Sisters, we're constantly sharing different ways um, to sustain ourselves, whether it's through art, whether it's through a wellness practice, whether it's literally conversation and this podcast, you know, um, sustaining ourselves by, you know, affirming ourselves through hearing other people's stories. So yeah, we're definitely aligned with that. And another part of sustaining ourselves and radical soul care um, that's coming up for me in this conversation, especially 2020, is um, developing those boundaries, you know, around how we sustain ourselves. And sometimes that is taking time away from uh, from things, maybe away, away from work, away from certain people. I think um, just, normalizing um sustaining ourselves around the conversation of boundaries and having these radical conversations with others and in our interpersonal relationships of what is it what is it that I need and what is it that I'm wanting to give in this relationship. And I think for mm-hmm. us in Soul Tree, we've really continued to have that conversation like, what is it that we need? And what is it that we can give to our community? What do we need from our community? What can we give to our community? Mm-hmm. And how that creates a, a flow of, of, of a relationship that's open, but yet very, um, it's open, but very clear that we're, we're here to be present. Um, yeah. So just kind of wanted to add that to it as mm-hmm. well. And like from, I feel like our last event
1: of 2020 being radical soul care it really was a culmination of like what we personally have learned, Alyssa and I, through 2020 and then also through our business, Sultry Sisters, um, was like you both are bringing up that concept of rest and how necessary it is because, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, like many people online, you know, there was like so many workshops so many training, so many classes, so many lives to be a part of. Um, so there's like so much action and do, 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 which is great. And we had learned and were able to connect with people at that time. But then after a while, that was like exhausting for us at one point. And we did have to take a break and just be like real with ourselves. And be like, we cannot do any more at this time because we've reached our capacity and there's been like two two yeah. separate times or maybe even three separate times this year where we've had to like look at each other and be like, Hey, like I need a break. Like we need a break. Like we just need some time to just like really rest. Like, especially us being facilitators of a community, of a space, of these online events. Mm. Sometimes We might not always think of prioritizing our own rest because we're like, oh, we're creating these wellness and art events like that is restful. Mm
2: -hmm. And it's like it
1: can be, but it can also be depleting if you don't really truly rest. So I think to have this radical soul care at the end of the year was really that like final reminder to everyone, like, hey, like, it's okay to rest, like, you can be doing this work in your community and also rest, like, in order to do the re- the work, you have to rest. So it's definitely been a theme that keeps coming up. And I think it's great that more people are starting to resonate, and starting to allow themselves to rest. Um, and because our motto as Tree Sisters is live vibrant and shine bright. And that also goes into what you were saying, Amarachi, of like, you know, finding what works for you and doing what you want to do to show up into the world. So that's definitely like throughout this year, all of those different topics have resonated with us at different times.
0: Before we move on, I just want to take a little break to listen to our sponsor. Let's continue into our conversation. Uh, even if, like when you mentioned um, checking in to, on yourselves to rest and, and in order to give to the community, I was like, it's, it's funny because even as a creator, you know, you get excited about creating these spaces, but at the same time, you have to kind of check yourself on how addictive that rush could also be to where you kind of forget that um, you need to put a pause on it. Cause I think I was part of this, um, I think it's called Black Black Girl Art Basel. And there was a lot of talk about um, the the, the, because I used to call them like artist blocks moments Mm -hmm. you know and not resonate into that being like a resting moment in order for me to 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 get inspiration Mm -hmm. you know it's my body telling me you just need to relax instead of trying to create 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 to compound on like the resting thing especially for the end of the year you know that that for me I'm like I'm just gonna I'm going to be all about mm-hmm. rest. <laughs> Call me lazy, but I don't care. Like, I, I need my body and my mind to kind of be in one space together. Because if my mind is running wild and my body is like, bitch, I need to listen to my body because yes. it's telling me it can't handle any more of all this information. Even from like the beginning of this year, I was seeing how different it was because we were part of the same Zoom, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. And it got to a point where I was like, oh, my God, I need a break. I I can't even think about my own thing right now because I want to be in a part of this community and I want to be a part of this Zoom and gain all of this information that I'm gaining that is going to help my career. But if I'm not digesting anything, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm not allowing like my soul to kind of even feed off of the information how am I helping my business how am I helping myself how am I helping my body and my mind you know and all of that but yeah speaking of which to jump back to the next question about like mental health and how radical soul care in a sense supports a mental health I mean, we, we kind of talked about mm-hmm. it. Well, I want to focus on maybe one part of mental health, even if you're speaking about mental health illnesses, how radical self-care can sort of support that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, like, especially with 2020, well, because even when we started in 2019, like every mm-hmm. um, Mental Health Awareness Month, we do have an event to share, you know, more awareness and like resources for people in our community about mental health. So it has already been one of the pillars of Soul Tree Sisters, but especially 2020 um, with COVID and then Black Lives Matter and everything else, um, mental health has definitely been a priority, not only for our individual lives of Alyssa and I, but as a community, um, like one thing we did start having this year, we call it soul sessions. And it was, um, or is, and still will happen again. Um, We basically um, collaborate and bring in different mental health professionals. So either like um, licensed counselors, licensed therapists, or other type of mental health healers to come in um, and do a workshop or an event, just a, a space for people to come in. Um, And the first one we centered um, Black women, uh, like a a safe space for Black women to come and just, you know, talk just to be in community. Um, And then the second one was specifically for like entrepreneurs. Um, And so that's a program that we had created just because of the circumstances of this year. And people in our community coming to us and was like, hey, I really want, like, some place to come to to just, like, talk about, like, whatever issue, and uh, we leaned into that, and a lot of what we do is, like, coming from feedback from people in our community, Um, and so we leaned into that, and we're like, okay, yeah, I think that is a good idea, and it not only helps us, because, like, of course, we want to have a space to just, like, pause and just like hey this is how I'm really feeling um but that's something that with mental health and soul care um because we not only talk about whatever issues but then at the end of that workshop then we'll have that like creative expression aspect is that what we call it so we either do like writing and poetry or we do movement so like mindful movement um because with soul tree we also believe that mental health it doesn't have to be these like formal types of resources like even though i personally use formal like stuff like therapy and medication but we also believe the mental health healing can be through writing and more like inner inner writing and inner creations too
2: and i want to add to that i want to say like for for soul tree when it comes to like mental health I feel like we um, intuitively like created a community of community care where we like use movement, conversation and creative expression as a way to check in with ourselves. And then, you know, how ha- and, and, and then gives a moment of everyone to reflect on how they're feeling and how they're doing mentally and spiritually. And I think that is, to a connection to like our ancestral roots, how like we like already had created these systems to hold each other through community. Um, And that's really like how for me with Radical Soul Care and Soul Tree, we're tapping into like communal care. Like we do um, collaborate through soul sessions like with um, um, mental health professionals, but we also want to empower um, people to know like, you know, like, healing and thinking about your mental health, like, it's also, like, a part of, like, a, being a sense of belonging and to, like, kind of prime ourselves to have the conversation with ourselves and then have the conversation with the professional, because that's also, like, I will say, like, I haven't yet been um, to, like, a formal therapist, but hmm. being an artist, um, being a dancer, um, a lot of my therapy has been through creating art. It has Mm -hmm. been through sharing my art and sharing my story. And Mm -hmm. so we're really tapping into like what, how a creative practice and a wellness practice can enhance your mental health. So Mm -hmm. we're mostly like, um, when it comes to radical soul care, just providing an opportunity for people to start to have the conversation. Um, in community and it's not so scary if you if you feel like you're not the only one feeling this way Mm -hmm. Um, and it's okay to feel not okay Um, it's okay to have questions of like why we feel this way and so we really just focus with radical soul care on like the root for us is like we want to provide people a sense of belonging Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to provide people a place where they get to express themselves with no judgment. And like, how you feel is how you feel. Like a lot of times in all of our talks, whether it's a soul tree hangout or a workshop, we collectively define what we're talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, what, how do y'all think of radical? What is Mm -hmm. soul care to you? And I think for me, when it comes to like my experience with mental health before, like, my personal healing journey I totally separated like mental health with mental illness you know I, I didn't really understand like the complexities of the of each and I think um for just speaking from myself like I just I've always before learning more have always thought like oh mental health or pursuing mental health means you have a mental illness but now like it's totally about like you know Tony's um, I, can, I can't speak for Tony but she's in like the preventative sector of like prevention so I think okay. with soul tree we're leaning more towards like providing a space to to heal and whatever that means to you it, it is you know it speaks mm-hmm. for itself it has that organic intuitive way of connecting yeah and
1: for like yeah. with radical soul care it's kind of, with Earlier, we were speaking about, you know, like asking yourself, like, okay, what do I need to nourish myself? What do I need to sustain myself? Like, that's not only the the body, you know, physical, and it's also the mental, the spiritual, and that's where some of our other programming, like we just shared, taps into that mental, not even health, but mental wellness, you know, well being as a whole, and. So with soul Tree, um what's really important to us is that holistic approach to everything that we do. So we do look at you know, the mind, body, soul, spirit, and then also the community and how all of us um, impact one another in our healing. And so with radical soul care, like mental health basically has been at the core for us um, because we're like, oh, why are we doing this? Oh, because it helps me, like Alyssa said, have a sense of belonging oh it helps me have mental clarity oh it helps me feel connected to others It helps me feel vibrant um so it has definitely been at the core but i don't think until the last year we've been more vocal about like oh this is how we practice it in our daily lives or this is why it's important but it has always been underlying like what we do Definitely could see that because even when I think about radical
0: soul care in comparison to or in relationship really with mental health when Alyssa was speaking about like her her comparing it to like mental illness I was like yeah it's not like when people say mental health they think they automatically go into like mental illness and they automatically go into like people who have like PTSD and anxiety and all of this and like I wanted to add to it like people could kind of switch it and see it, see these practices, even therapy as more so a a mental sustainability Mm -hmm. So to sustain your mental health, you know, to, to keep yourself sane instead of going so far gone, you know, to kind of keep yourself self-centered and leveled and therapy, just a scientific, not, well, they have some holistic um, versions of therapy now since Mm -hmm. it's, it's growing in age but it's more of a, a, a technical way of sustaining mental health, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I wanted to ask, I love like, cause it, even in my healing journey and now that all of these things have terms um, like self care and wellness, like, I've always been one to journal. I've, since as a kid, I had a diary. Like, I had the ones with the little locks on it. And now I'm in this new age where it's kind of more emphasized and pushed into the, into the public more. I wanted to know if you guys sort of had examples of radical soul care growing up. Like, have you seen it? Have you, like, even practiced it even before you knew what, how, what to call it in a sense?
1: that's a good question I'm like trying to reflect now to say like "Hmm, did I I'm not sure if I knew it as um like right now when I'm thinking I don't know if I knew anything as like oh that's like a radical way of living but like Alyssa and I grew up dancing like that's something we both had since we were very little and um in our dance classes they don't really say like oh this is a way for you to express yourself and to find balance Mm -hmm. but like for me that has been a way like since I was like growing up like no matter like because we're military kids so our parents were in the military and we moved around every Mm -hmm. few years but like dance was something that like we'd always have a dance studio that our parents would sign us up for wherever we moved. So that was a way for us to connect and like be able to express ourselves, find community of people who enjoy doing the same things that we enjoyed. So that was something that we did have growing up. But I, I, I don't know if I thought of it like, oh, wow, that's so radical, because it has been a part of like what I've known since I was younger, but that Mm -hmm. is something that I'm coming to my mind right now.
2: Yeah. I would say the same. Um, when I think about, like, you're talking about like you, you journaled, I, I didn't, I journaled here and there, but when I look back, um, at my journals, like I wrote a lot of poetry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I think the, the root like the like like what what Tony and I are talking about like dance or whether it's writing a poem or singing a song or uh, creating a drawing I think part of the radical soul care that was coming out um throughout my childhood was the need to express myself Mm -hmm. um was the need to to not put have to put something like as a proclamation, but an experience, like the experience of creating origami when we were living in Japan, the experience of crafting like a crochet thing, the experience of that was radical because at the root of it, we just wanted to um, create something and celebrate something. So that's kind of with our model, like connect, create, celebrate. Um, Mm -hmm. Part of that radical soul care that has been with us since we were young was just the act of creating something um, and connecting that to what we're doing yeah
0: I've been sort of sitting back and, and doing my own little private research I, I think I'll, I, I think I'll continue to do inner child work anyway because I'm also in therapy but sort of connected back into like my childhood and seeing the things that I used to do that sort of soothed me when like traumatic stuff happened or I saw something that was like weird and just tapping into that and um, I'm always fascinated that like through growing up and being adults, so to speak, like we kind of forget those pieces of ourselves in a sense in seeing the growth of how people are tapping back into like self-care and in your sense, soul care and how in my mind, I'm like most of these things we always did mm-hmm. as children, mm-hmm. you know, like we've always either seen our parents even doing it, you know. Of course, with me in childcare, I have to Mm -hmm. kind of tap into that too in order to kind of relate to the children that I'm taking care of and to help them in their growth and how to kind of maintain and sustain their mental health. I, I have to tap back into like what I did as a child to be radical in my soul care, to be you know, to sustain my mental health and so that they don't forget to sort of always go back into that mm-hmm. child space <laughs> of soothing yourself even as an adult. Because mm-hmm. half of what soul care and self care is is just soothing mm-hmm. really, like mm-hmm. on a blank scale.
2: I wanted to I wanted to add what you were saying yeah. about, you know, as a child, like you know yeah being a child like we we were radical in the sense of like if we're hungry we're like I'm hungry mm-hmm. if we're tired we're like I'm tired mm-hmm. or if something you know and it wasn't until it wasn't until through conditioning that we learned like not everyone needs to know when you're hungry mm-hmm. not everyone needs to know mm-hmm. and now we're cycling back to actually know. like I need to be you know be like, no I have to pause right now I'm hungry exactly you know versus like, oh, you're hungry, but you need to wait because you need to finish like this project uh-huh. that for another like two <laughs> hours. And it's like that's ridiculous. So part of like connecting back to like how we were radical as children without even knowing we we're radical is just honoring like literally our biology by our biology. Like, I'm tired, I'm gonna go to sleep, mm-hmm. I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat, I'm thirsty, exactly. I'm gonna drink, and not prolonging those things that we need to sustain ourselves. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's been a big example in 2020 is so like what's the we don't need to prolong like rest we don't need to prolong like eating and all that like that was a that was conditioned Mm -hmm. because you know how society kept capitalism and just Mm -hmm. white supremacy is to like work 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 (laughs) I mean I love that Rihanna song but like not in real life (laughs) like I will Work, work, like, hell no. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> older,
1: you got me best, Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The <laughs> remix. Uh, uh, rest, 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 rest. rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, For
0: real. Oh, my God. Oh, she's working but, so um, hard. Riallo, you need to rest, girl. Yeah. But I also
1: <laughs> wanted to add, like, going off of what Alyssa saying, too, like, when you think about your childhood, it's like when kids rest, you know, or like what they do for fun and to feel fulfilled can be so simple at times, it could just be like, oh, they're just like sitting outside on grass, and they're just so fascinated, Mm -hmm. or they're just like staring at the clouds. And so that's something I've been trying to tap into throughout this year, too, is that like, our soul care can be simple like it doesn't have to be this whole big routine like sometimes it's just like oh I have nothing Mm -hmm. planned for the night and that's chill and I'm just gonna drink my tea or like put something on tv and that's okay too it doesn't have to be this like elaborate thing like I think a part of the radical part is also the simple part like sometimes we forget like how simple Mm -hmm. it can be to just like rest and take care of yourself or fun can be simple as well. So also tapping back into that.
0: Uh, Okay, girls, I wanted to see, do you guys have anything to add? Any announcements, encouraging words, anything, any like, you know, you could share of where, where to be found on social media as well.
1: Yeah. So just, well, like one last thing I just, I'll share is that like with Soul Tree Sisters, like we're about, you know, accessibility, making things affordable, making things equitable and just being for our community, that being like women of color, black women and BIPOC Black Indigenous people of color in our community. So that's kind of like what we do and all the other types of details can shift and change depending on the needs of our community and what we feel we need. Um, But yeah, so we're just really open to connecting with more people. So, um, for everyone that's tuning in from Amarachi's community, we hope to connect with you all. We, um, love meeting new people, um, and also like in our community, um, a lot of the people that we share and uplift are people who we just find from, <laughs> for, who connect with us through social media or come to our events. So we're really open to collaborating with people who maybe don't know, normally, um, you know, speak or don't normally lead events. We um, open it up to everyone. So I did want to share that. Um, but you can find us at Um And at all social media is at Sultry Sisters. Um, and you can go to our website and sign up for our email list because uh, we do have some exciting things coming up in the new year. So definitely stay tuned with us.
2: Yes. And I, I wanted to um, end this um talk with you Amarachi Mm -hmm. by thanking you for having us on we really enjoy um, being in community with you and we support all the things that you do so we're very honored to be here um, to speak with you and I wanted to leave the audience with um, one of our sultry quotes Mm -hmm. and it's the power of healing comes from within the journey begins with you to living vibrant and shining bright
0: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you guys so much for like <laughs> participating. I'm trying to bring more guests in and I'm always like nervous as to are they going to do it? Should I ask them? Are they cool with it? <laughs> but I thank you guys so much for being a part of this episode. And this episode is actually going to be the last episode of the year for me until January so I'm happy to end it with a, a radical soul care that Aww, everyone will kind of take with them yeah
1: yes. <laughs> we love you know, it
0: I, yeah, I need some radically mm-hmm. soul care for the next two weeks so yeah. it's a new year <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but thank you guys so much and I will see you guys on the thank internet thank you <laughs> All right. bye, bye. bye. wasn't that refreshing? (laughs) They were, they are, they are super wonderful human beings, like for real. I have to say that that was one of the conversations I had that brightened up my mood the other day. I felt so much lighter just having that talk with them. Yeah, sometimes you just need to talk You just want to have really intentional conversations with people and learn new things about them and just develop and bond and build. Um, And that's what I got from having a conversation with them. And I hope you guys get that and more from our conversation. But yeah, (laughs) y'all, I really hope you enjoyed Sochi Sisters and I'll put all the information You need to know on the show notes, um, everything is sort of on their website. So I'll just link their websites in the, in their website, in the show notes for you guys to connect with them and connect with their network. And I also hope you channeled in how to incorporate radical soul care into your life and into the new year. Like I said earlier, I will be back with new episodes starting the week of or on January 13th, but until then, I hope you all enjoy the holidays and have a wonderful entering into the year 2021. Celebration! Love, 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 and thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my new project, this podcast, season one. Oh, my good. <laughs> I have to say that this is another fear that I had to push through, and I did it, and I did it, and I feel really great about it that I created this platform to have these kind of conversations that I love having. But look out for new ones coming 2021. Enjoy, y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and sharing space with me today and remember to take care of yourself and your mental health because you all deserve it.